0: Girl Talk, Inc. podcast inspires middle and high school girls to learn about, to embrace, and to live every day in their leadership lifestyle. Welcome back. We are your hosts, Pace and Melissa. Today, we get the treat of talking with Haley Kilpatrick. She is the founder of Girl Talk. She will be sharing all about how Girl Talk became and what exactly that looked like. This is actually part of our leadership-defined virtual summit, and it was such a great conversation. We had to share it with y'all. And so let's go ahead and hop right into the conversation with Haley.
1: Welcome girls. We are here with our founder today. We are so excited to be speaking with Haley Kilpatrick as she gives us more insight into what Girl Talk is, why she founded this amazing organization, and what she would like for each of you to be encouraged by today. So thank you so much for being here, Haley. And would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, thank you. Uh,
2: Melissa and Pace for all that you're doing. Um, This leadership summit, um, I know we're all meeting virtually, but It is, um, you've made this vision come to life and I could not be more proud and excited to be here to share um, just a little bit more about what a one young girl's dream could do and encourage all of you to keep dreaming really big because you never know what's on the other side of that.
1: Thank you. Well, we are very, very, very grateful that you were dreaming big when you were younger. Um, So could you tell us a little bit more about why you started Girl Talk.
2: Girl Talk was started, I I had an awkward middle school experience. I think that when we ask women all over what word, when they look back on their middle school experience, they used to describe it. It's not too far off from mine. Um, Awkward, um, difficult, lonely, um, confusing. um, Just awkward tends to be the most popular. Um, But I agree with all of those. It's your body's changing, Your you're you're trying to figure out who you are. You're trying to figure out yourself, and yet you're kind of um, navigating difficult relationships. You're pulling away a little bit naturally from your parents. You're seeking new influences, and it was just a really difficult time. I was the oldest in my family, um, so my brother and sister are younger than me, and I didn't I didn't really see it coming, and we didn't have. I mean, it was like dial-up internet, so I'm the old lady here, but um, we didn't really have these like larger conversations happening where we could be a little bit more prepared about what's to come. And um, I genuinely felt blindsided. Um, and the way girls treated each other, um, not okay. <laughs> um, the lack of conversation that we have um, around what all those changes are like for middle school girls, the lack of conversation was not okay. And then um, by the time I got to the other side in high school, hearing from my friends who'd also navigated that middle school experience, that they too felt that way. And that, you know, that they look back on those years and they wouldn't do it all over again. And they don't, you know, and you're like, whoa, 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 you weren't invited to this, or you felt insecure, blah, blah, blah. Like, and it was like, Oh, I was not the only one, and that was kind of like the thing. <laughs> so, being the oldest and having a younger sister, I just wanted to make sure that she didn't have the same middle school experience that me and maybe a few of my friends could come alongside her and a few of her friends and form like a small sisterhood and, and help her know that she's not alone. And um, it was a very, very, very simple idea. Like, we went talk to my seventh grade English teacher and said, would you mind being the sponsor and wanted to get this started at my school. And, um, and 80% of the middle school girls showed up to the first meeting. And I think that was very telling. Um, girls needed to feel heard. They needed to feel seen and they needed a safe space to be unapologetically themselves. And it needed to not be contingent on their athletic capability or their academic performance. They just needed a safe space. And, um, you know, I know that my dream for Girl Talk at the time was very small, but as I've learned um, so much more over the years that not only was I not the only one, it wasn't just happening in my school that girls all over the country and world feel this way, um, especially through fifth eighth grade and that there are simple things we can do about it. And your slightly older peers can come walk alongside you. They can learn through teaching and together we can shape a generation of girls who are confident leaders who will go on to change the game in their families and in their workplaces.
0: I love that. And I know how it affected me so greatly because I went to the school that you started it at and um, being a sixth grader walking into a new school, which I had gone to that school But going from lower school to middle school, so very different Um, and having those girls just walk alongside me truly did change my life and the trajectory of my life. So thank you. Um, But the next question is, what does every girl um, having no barrier to leadership mean to you?
2: Um, every girl having no barrier to leadership, it, it actually means a lot to me, both personally and professionally, and a mom of two girls. Um, research shows, and this is from the Girl Scout Research Institute, that a young girl's self-esteem peaks at age nine. And that takes my breath away, brings me to my knees, and makes me want to cry all at the same time when I think about my little girls, Grace and Kate, and I think that Grace, she's almost five and a half and she's more than halfway to age nine. It reframes what it means to me for a girl not having um, a barrier to leadership. So I say it over and over and over that Girl Talk is a safe split, safe space for all girls of all backgrounds to come and get the resources they need at no cost. So there is no financial barrier to leadership, which is huge. There's no academic, barrier to leadership you don't have to have a certain GPA to come and develop the leader in you and there's no athletic barrier so you don't have to have some type of skill it doesn't have to just be athletic there's no creative barrier you don't have to be able to sing or dance or paint or you know shoot a three-pointer and you know run the 40 whatever yards and Two seconds, or whatever all the things may be. It's just this safe space where you can come and feel seen, heard, loved, put back together, and pushed back out, or be um come and, and learn. Learn that um only one in five girls think she has the qualities to be a leader. Yet 95% of boys would raise their hand and tell you they think they have the qualities to be a leader. But it's a safe space where you can show up and you can learn what it what the gender wage gap is you can come and learn about um, equity you can come and feel just seen you can come and ask questions that maybe outside of that space may you may be viewed as ignorant or not knowing better but in Girl Talk um, you're not and I love that there is no barrier for you to develop the leader in you at Girl Talk and that is something that me and our whole team take so seriously but also um as a mom and knowing that I wanna make sure that we have this safe space for Grace and Kate to be able to, um, to have in the future keeps me, keeps me more, more motivated than I can express.
1: I love that Girl Talk has not only been important to you um, when you were younger, but also important to you throughout your entire life, and now you can see um, its importance in a new light through Grace and Kate, and I think that that's really, really important for us to highlight um, is that throughout your journey, there wasn't an end um, to, we didn't arrive somewhere when it comes to Girls confidence in girls having leadership resources. Um, It's a consistent thing. It's something that we're gonna continue to work on. Um, And I think that that fact has inspired me. I know that when I, was in undergrad, I was sitting in a class, um, it was a global development class, and my teacher had an entire unit just about girls. Um, And she started explaining about all of the different barriers to education, uh, to health access, and all of the things all throughout the world. And I was just sitting there very confused. Um, I think sometimes when we are confronted with the privilege that we have in life, it can be really, really confusing space. Um, And so Obviously, I grew up in a space where my father and my mother just always made sure that education was a complete right of mine. So sitting in that class, I was very confused as to how girls would have all of these obstacles just to do things that i had always considered to be basic. And that moment is what inspired me to change the trajectory of my entire college experience. Um, And I think that oftentimes the things that inspire us really lead us to somewhere else. And I love the part of the Girls Talk story that this is really just inspiration. Um, you were inspired by something that was just so daunting to you, um, that girls could be so mean to each other when they needed each other at that time. Um, and so our next question for you is like, who inspires you or what inspires you?
2: Mm. Well, I think a big part of my inspiration, as I mentioned, comes from being a mom to two little girls and also getting to be a a foster mom to a girl who's now um, about to graduate college. She moved in, um, as a teenager and seeing um, what she navigated. So I draw a lot of inspiration from them. And um, while it would be really easy for me to give you um, a list of people who inspire me that you all would know, um, I draw inspiration from um, the greats like Maya Angelou and Martin Luther King Jr. I love me some Oprah Winfrey, I don't care like what anyone says that woman I just I love 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 her um I, there are so many authors and people in the health and mental um wellness space that I love and follow um my faith inspires me I mean I can go on and on and on with with people but at the end of all end of all this why are, why am I here why do I have the joy of this being um Such a significant part of my story, it's because of my mom, because of Sharon Presley, Debbie Lentz, Sarah Orgel, Ruth Henry, and W.T. Henry, and um, they poured into me. They believed in this crazy idea at 15. Um, Miss Lentz, Debbie Lentz, she has been an active part of this organization for the past 18 years, but was even a, a more important role in my life prior to that. Um, She was a safe space. She was where I sought refuge before there was a girl talk Um, and it, ironically, was in the library, which ended up being the first space where we had our first girl talk meeting. Um, She saw me when I felt really invisible. Um, She allowed um, me to just sit there and be open and honest. She loved me where I was. Um, and just like girl talk when I was falling apart or I needed a quiet moment. There was a room behind her desk in the library where I could go and just fall apart, cry. And I, she just hugged me and put me right back together and send me on my way. And, um, she's a huge part of the story. Um, Ms. Presley was my English teacher, um, and such a positive role model in my life. And she had three kids under the age of three or no, probably age of four at the time and never ever ever made me feel rushed I lacked complete self-awareness as do most middle schoolers Um, going to her room after school and just wanting to talk and learn and listen from her Um, and she too is just she was rooted in her faith and was just just like debulence and they just they held space for me when I needed someone too. and then Miss Orgel um was our school counselor who believed that Girl Talk was a good idea and let me send the letter out to all parents and Mr. and Mrs. Henry, Ms. Henry became our advisor after Ms. Presley um moved on so they both, Ms. Presley was Girl Talk's first advisor and Ms. Henry was the second advisor and Mr. Henry was our head of school and he was the one that I got to go to and say can I please have your approval and he not only gave his approval but his ongoing support and we honored him um, even after our 10th anniversary celebration, we had them there as a key part of the story. So I, I think the point of that is, is your real heroes, your real MVPs are actually right there in front of you, um, cheering you along and we can draw inspiration from Instagram and for me, Morgan Harper Nichols and um, different bloggers and, Genie Al- and Jenny Allen and I mean, I can, I mean, I'm like pulling all these, you know, this rich content and bookmarking and screenshotting and like, yes, that's so great. But, um, but the real people who shaped my heart are the ones who, who believed in me. And at times when I didn't even believe in myself.
0: Well, you're one of my true inspirations. That's for sure. I love you so much. Um, and so I really picture, you know, like you in Debbie Lentz's office and just like breaking down and just being truly vulnerable. And so if you could go back and tell that teenage Haley, what advice would you give her in those moments?
2: Ooh, I'm like I want to give my per- myself permission to fall apart here if I need to but um I think looking back I would um I heard the words you're enough um and I don't know that I believed them and um as someone like it, it sound I mean this is being super vulnerable here but like I like being liked and And I take a lot of pride in making sure that people feel loved and accepted in my presence and that my life reflects that. And I have since I can remember. Um, So to get to a middle school space where for reasons I could not understand, I was not accepted for me. Um, And it was during the most formative years, those Sharpie years, fifth through eighth grade for a young girl are the years where it just has a permanent impression on your heart, the good and the bad things that happen. And, I couldn't really get, I got so stuck on the not being accepted part that I couldn't see all the good that was happening around me. And there might've been 80 other people in my, you know, close knit community who loved me for me, but I was so stuck on those five or six who were just determined to not. And I would go back and I would say, not only are you enough, but you try out, you put your name on that ballot. You apply for that, you know, that VP or that president role because you do have what it takes and you are a great leader. Um, You, I think that there was only one instance where I put myself out there to try out for something, and it was because Ms. Presley was leading it and she kept encouraging me and um, it was for the dance line and she was like you need to do this and i'm like i do not want to subject myself no 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 no." to their mockery or their whatever it may be and she was like you need to do it and she um without her encouragement i would not have and so i go back and i would say you are enough you are worthy um everything's going to be okay um and you need to trust the trust the path trust the process and had that little, like, had I not been the combination of the highly sensitive person that I am, had that a bit of rejection not happened, none of this would be here. So I think the takeaway is um, your pain, your greatest pain point, your valley moments for anyone listening are actually preparing you for your mountaintop. And you have to hold on to that. And you have to know that those things that frustrate you i mean melissa with you changing with just even that that course you know and it shifting everything in you it's almost like it frustrates it frustrated you that there were so many barriers and almost our own ignorance right that we didn't even realize that this was such a privilege that we have access to just quality education that that you have girls out there who are, who would literally die to have what we have access to. Like that ignorance that we just didn't know better, it brings this humility to the forefront. It's like, okay, now that I know better, I need to do better. So taking that responsibility and doing better with what we know is, um, is kind of, is the gift in the pain. So when you find something that frustrates you, like my middle school frustrated me, um, barriers to healthcare ed- education for you, Melissa, like when you think about what those, what those things are that frustrate you, they're so linked to your passion. It's not necessarily like, oh, I like making jewelry or I like long walks on the beach. or I like yoga or whatever people type for like, what are your interests or hobbies? It's the things that, that like just hit you at the core where it's like, that is not right. Someone needs to do something about it and wait. Why am I just gonna wait for someone to do something about it? Like I am that someone, and I need to show up and be that someone—not just for me, but for the people coming behind me. So I would tell, um, you know, I would tell my teenage self two things. Girl talk started when I was 15, and I would, um, I would tell her, "Good job," and I'm really proud of.
1: Well, we are really, really, really proud of you (laughs) right now um, as you are a mother and doing such amazing things in this world, but we are also proud of 15-year-old Haley um, because without 15-year-old Haley, we would not have this amazing organization or this opportunity Um, to encourage people through this summit. So we're so, so glad that we could sit here um, and really lean into your vision and all that you've done through Girl Talk. And we're so excited for all the ways that every single beautiful face that is watching this summit is going to be inspired. Um, So if there's anything that we want you guys to get from this, it's that your frustration is usually the first step to finding your passion. And we hope that you find your passion soon. And if you don't, there's a Girl Talk chapter that will encourage you through that process. So thank you again, Haley. We are so excited about the summit. So excited about all that you have done. Um, So thank you. And we really, really appreciate you.
2: Thank you all. It would not be possible without you and Pace. Thank you for your hard work and commitment. Um, Summit's already awesome.
1: (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys soon. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about Girl Talk, follow us on social media at Girl Talk Inc. and check out our website, www.mygirltalk.org.